0: So last week's show, we talked about the Enneagram, a powerful tool for self-discovery and spiritual transformation. And man, you guys lit up. You loved that show. And how could you not? Our guest Vryn Rao was amazing. But a lot of you've been asking me and you're kind of curious about what books I've read, what resources I've turned to as I started exploring the Enneagram. And so I thought, hey, let me just do a show and give everything to you that I have found so helpful. So that's what today's show is all about. It's an Enneagram Resources Roundup. So grab your pen and paper, because I'm gonna dish out some really great resources for you to tap into if you are into the Enneagram. If you're standing on a threshold, if you feel a yearning to tap into your greatest potential but you're caught in that fuzzy in-between space of the now and not yet, Don't despair. You're being invited to pivot with greater purpose. You're on the thrilling edge of becoming. You are being called to unleash your soul song. I'm Becky Fleischer, and I believe we're all born with a gift that's uniquely ours, our very own soul song. And I discovered on my own journey that when we unleash it into the world, man, does it make life sing. You might express it through writing, science, cooking, nursing, teaching, or some other endeavor. The song is different for each of us, and its expression can change throughout your life, but it can only sing when you're in tune with your truest self. I know you're trying to get things in focus, that you're looking for encouragement and practical tools to illuminate your own personal journey, and that's what you're going to get here. I'm excited to travel this road with you. Let's get going. Welcome back to another episode of Unleash Your Soul Song. I'm Becky Fleischer, your host. Man, what an awesome week I had after the show with Vryn Rao hit. We were talking about the Enneagram, and it got y'all's attention. It did. If you didn't hear last week's show, just pop back up and give it a quick listen if you need a primer on what the Enneagram is. Because even though I could sit here and deliver another hour-long show with my musings about this tool, that is not what today is about. Today, I'm dishing out all of the resources that I've been turning to as I work with this tool. There are so many amazing things out there, and sure, I could continue to do show after show and just invite these people on or try to recreate what people have already done, but that's just silly. No, there's good stuff out there. So I'm just going to point you in that direction and let you know what I have found so helpful, and if you find it helpful, that's terrific. So let me rewind the tape for you when this all kind of started for me. It was in 2019, I think the summer of 2019, when I first heard a podcast. Surprise, surprise. I was listening to a podcast. And it piqued my interest. And then I read Richard Rohr's book, Falling Upward, which you can hear about in a previous show. And he also mentioned the tool in that book. So I thought, you know what? Okay, this thing has now knocked on my door twice this summer. I might want to go check out and see what this is all about. So I went and got the book, The Road Back to You by Ian Cahill. He was actually the person that was being interviewed on that podcast. So I thought, I'll start with that book. It's a book by Ian Cahill, who is an episcopal priest, and Susan Stabil, who is a master teacher of the Enneagram. And I've got the book right here in front of me. I want to just kind of quickly flip through a little bit. It's called The Road Back to You: An Enneagram Journey to Self-Discovery. What I liked about this book, it was really approachable, super approachable, really easy to understand and read. And if you're looking for like an easy primer on the Enneagram, this was a helpful place where I started and it made it easy to access because it can get so confusing so fast. There are so many layers to this tool and you could just get really lost very quickly, which is why working with someone like our guest last week, Vryn, would be amazing if you need a little help navigating through. But books like this, I find to be accessible, not overly confusing. They give a great primer in the beginning that can help get you oriented just to the numbers and give you some sense of where you might fall. But what really helps with this book is that they start the chapter on each type, on each number, with a list of what it's like to be that number. So let me give you an example. In the chapter about the fives, type five, the investigator, the thinker, they give a list of what it's like to be a five. And they say things like, I can take care of myself and I think others could do the same. I don't always say the thing out loud, but in my head I'm pretty sarcastic and cynical. I often feel awkward around other people. I need time alone. So there's a whole list like this. They're written from the I statements. You know, Sometimes I think I should be more generous. It's hard for me. So they get into all of these I statements that make it easier for you to associate with that number, to see yourself in that number. So you might read through some of these and say, That doesn't sound like me at all. I think thoughts are more reliable than feelings. If you're a five, you're going to read that and you're going to say, yeah, that's what I think. If you're not a five, you're going to say that that doesn't resonate with me at all. Right. So I like that. That's how they start each chapter. They kind of then go through with what a healthy five looks like, what an average, an unhealthy. And this is for every chapter. I just happen to be looking at the chapter for the fives right now. And then they kind of get into the overview. They add in some things that are just interesting, like the famous people of that number group. So like for fives, the famous fives are Stephen Hawking. I can't even say this person's name. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I don't know who that is. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I'm going to have to look that one up, Uh, and Bill Gates. So those are three famous fives, and maybe you know all of them. They put in quotes by people that you would know that would resonate with that number type. Uh, Let's see. They talk about that number as a child, which I think is very interesting, that number in relationships and how they present and show up there, that number at work. They talk about their wings. They get into stress and security. They also have a nice section here about spiritual transformation and what that number needs for transformative experience. And then they give 10 paths to transformation for that number type. Depending on your number type, the suggestions are different. I know for the threes, one of the suggestions was to read Richard Rohr's Falling Upward, which was funny because I had already read that book. So it just validated again for me, that I had the right number when I read this. So I thought this book was really helpful. It's not that long. And the beginning part really does start to help you tease out what your number might be. And then you can just skip to that chapter. When I read this book, I was torn. I wasn't sure if I was a one or a three. And so I really focused on those chapters. And those really started to help me get some more clarity on which number I might be. So I recommend this book as a good first book. It's the first book that I read. The second book that I read was, surprise, surprise, a book by Richard Rohr. It is The Enneagram, A Christian Perspective. This sucker is a little denser. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Richard Rohr is an intellectual heavyweight and a theological heavyweight as well. So he delivers things in a, oh, gosh, just a really illuminating way. But it can be a little heavy. And this it gets a little heavy in spots, I will admit that by the time I got my hands on this book, I really pretty much knew I was a three. So I kind of just read the beginning, and then I just read my chapter. You know, I'd read the three chapter. So I can't really say I read this entire book, but it is in depth. This is actually one of the very first books ever written about the Enneagram. The Enneagram was an oral tradition that was passed down, and it wasn't ever written out. And Richard Rohr, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not, misrepresenting this he was one of the very first to actually put it in a book that then you know opened it up to so many people before you would have to find a spiritual director or someone who had been trained in the Enneagram and that oral tradition to know anything about it so this book really is credited to that it is an older book I think it's from the 80s it's worth it if you want a deeper dive I would go there for sure Those are the books that I would recommend. But I do recognize that book reading is not for everybody. That's not how everybody brings in the information. So I have a couple of other resources and other modalities for you. And the next one is a YouTube series of videos by Richard Rohr. It's a workshop that he clearly presented. I don't know when he presented it, but he's in a classroom setting. He's got a a chalkboard behind him, a green chalkboard. You'll know if you just Google on YouTube... No, you don't Google on YouTube. You search on YouTube. See how conditioned we all are with Google? Oh my gosh. Go on YouTube, search Richard Rohr Enneagram, and it'll pop up right away. It's broken down into pieces, so it's broken down by number, so you can just watch your number. There's also an overview at the beginning. There's a wrap-up at the end. These videos, it's a day's worth of training that somebody recorded and then chunked up and put on YouTube. So completely valuable unbelievably valuable to hear him talk it out and to hear people ask questions. So if you're confused or maybe on the fence about what your number is, these videos, this is what dialed me in. It really, really dialed me in because he gets more nuanced. And I think when people are talking, they just kind of free flow a bit more than maybe what you're going to get in the book. So that YouTube series, so, so helpful if you're trying to discern your number For me, that sealed it in. Then, if you are the type that you really, really, you just have to have a test, right? You have to have a test that tells you, what the heck am I? There is a place you can go, the Enneagram Institute. That is the most, I guess, valid or reliable measure that people would point you to in the Enneagram world. They have a test there. It's called the Riso-Hudson Enneagram Type Indicator, R-H-E-T-I. They keep it very updated, and most of the Enneagram experts would point you here. They would also say, as Vrin said on our podcast, this test can't tell you, but it can maybe give you a piece of information, you know, one more piece of data for your data points if you're looking for some kind of validation. So you can go there and you can take a test. I think there's a fee for it. I don't know how much. I can't imagine it's very much. But if you want to take a test, that's where I would recommend going. Now, if you love podcasts, and I know you do, because you're listening to this one, my favorite favorite series that I found on the Enneagram was done by Jen Hatmaker. She is a best-selling author of the book called For the Love, and her family—they either host or they did host the HGTV series Your Big Family Renovation. She has a really great, engaging style in general. And she has a fantastic series on the Enneagram. And when I was saying, you know, I could do a series on the Enneagram, but I would want to do it just the way she did. And so why redo it? Hers is amazing. It's really so, so good. She kicks it off with Suzanne Stabile, the co-author of that first book I mentioned, The Road Back to You. And Suzanne is a very well-known and very respected Enneagram teacher. So that's a really good overview. And then Jen does a show for each type. And, you know, like I said, I dialed into my type. So I didn't listen to all the types, but I did listen to a few. She has a different person on for each show, and she has a person that she knows who is that number so they can talk about it and what it looks like in their daily life and lessons that they've learned. I mean, these are people who know their number, who've worked with their number, and you get to hear how they incorporated the tool and how they're using the tool, rather, in their life and how it's making a difference. And I'm telling you, type three was Blair from The Facts of Life. Lisa Wetzel, I think is how you say her name. That was such an awesome interview. Oh, man, you guys. When you're learning about your type, it's like interesting to learn your type. And as Vryn said last week, that's just the beginning. Knowing your type is just the beginning. Then how you work with that and what you do with that information is really where the good stuff starts to happen. And when Lisa on this show was talking about her threeness and about when she like retreats and it's like she builds up an igloo around her of ice and she just needs somebody to come from behind and just give her a warm hug and just help the ice to melt. I was like, woman, you are speaking my language. Like it was so very helpful and informative and insightful. And she shares very vulnerably her own story of her her life and her life experiences and how her type and her patterns played into that and how she used the tool to kind of break them and and really get her life onto a better track. So again, I didn't listen to all of the types on the Jen Hatmaker podcast, but I am telling you, That one was really good, and I can imagine the others are just as excellent. So if you just Google, and on this one you will Google, Google Jen Hatmaker Enneagram Series, it'll take you to her website. You can click through, or you can just Google it in your podcast catcher to find Jen Hatmaker's show, and then you'll have to scroll way back because I think these are maybe a year old now, maybe two. I'm not sure, but really, really good. Okay, so last but not least... And I discovered this maybe like nine months ago, 10 months ago. There's an artist, a musician named Ryan O'Neill, who has many, many songs. We've all heard them in the back of TV shows and Super Bowl ads and commercials for Mercedes-Benz. If you go on his website, you'll see the list and you'll be like, oh, wow. okay, that's the guy who did that. Okay, So he has created a song for each Enneagram type. And you guys, you know how I feel about the power of music and how it can just kind of cut right through. Wow. You want to cut right through to what your number is? Go listen to these songs. You're going to know your number because it's just going to hit. It's going to stick. I can't speak to the other songs. This is so bad. I don't listen to the other numbers as deeply as I listen to my own. But also, I can't tell you how the other numbers land because they're not me. But I can tell you that the song for the three, oh, he got it. He got it. And it's a gorgeous song. So there's the music part of it, right? You go on Spotify, just Google Enneagram songs. It'll come up. You'll see his list. He has a whole album of them. Or you can Google Ryan O'Neal or his moniker, which he publishes his music under, which is Sleeping at Last. And this is where it gets really, really good. So he also has a podcast called Sleeping at Last, and he breaks down all of his songs, and he talks about the process of creating the song and where the inspiration came from. Really cool podcast if you're into that. And he does a show, a podcast show, for each of the Enneagram types, so for each one of those songs. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. Like him talking about the number, And it really gives a nice little overview of the number, you know, their strengths and their shadow sides. And he talks about how he just weaves all of that, all of the nuances of the numbers. Because, again, remember, the Enneagram is a really dynamic tool. It recognizes that we're much too complex as humans to fit neatly into any kind of category, So it it recognizes that there's this interplay and that there are all these nuances. And so the songs, you guys, the songs reflect that in everything, in the lyrics, in the melody, in the instruments he chooses, in the pauses and the breaks he chooses to build in. Every last bit of the song, it is sheer songwriting genius, these songs. And they are so good. It really breaks down what makes a song effective, and he he really shows that by using this Enneagram. But it also, just the end result of having the song for your number can just be a really powerful tool. Maybe you use it for reflection. Maybe you play it before you do a meditation or when you're just feeling kind of down. It might just lift you up. Anyway, I cannot recommend those enough. Clearly, I'm pumped about that. I love that. So there you have multiple modalities for you to engage with the Enneagram if you're looking for ways to learn more, to dig deeper into your own study and your own practice. I've given you a couple of books. I gave you that YouTube series that you could go look up that I loved, podcast series by Jen Hatmaker, the Enneagram test by the Enneagram Institute, and then the songs from Ryan O'Neill, Sleeping at Last, and his podcast, Sleeping at Last, that breaks down the songs for each Enneagram type. So there you have it. Those are my favorite Enneagram resources, and I hope that you find them helpful if you haven't heard of them already. And that's it for today. That's just a quick little roundup for you. I hope that you guys are having a great, great week. I did want to tell you I had my Core Values workshop last week, and Thank you so much for everybody who participated. It was such a great night. It was the first time I had done it and I got great feedback. The participants found it to be really valuable and I've got some good ideas about where that can go and what I can do to continue to support you guys in your own journeys. So, I'm really excited about things to come. I have lots of things swirling around in my head trying to see how all these pieces fit together. So, good things ahead and I cannot wait to share them all with you. But for now, just have a great week. I hope you have a really, really wonderful week. Thank you so much for being here today with me and I'll talk to you soon. You and me, you and me. He, and me. He, and she. he and she, next door neighbor, stranger down the street. Warm a grab the clouds. We have even touched our highest ground No we have even touched our highest ground No we have even touched our highest ground. Unleash your soul song is recorded and edited in 426 Studios, the music production company that I co-own. For more information about our music and our services, please visit www.four. The number's 26studios.com. That's www.426studios.com.